Oh ho ho! Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! This is Santa Claus! <laughs> and I'm here on the F word! I don't know why Santa Claus is Southern! <laughs> and I'm here to tell you that, uh, that, uh, being. We're not very good at this podcast and stuff. What is wrong with mine? Being a feminist means being a feminist every day. <laughs> <laughs> Even on Christmas Day. <laughs> so do yourself a favor and be a feminist on Christmas Day. What the fuck is that? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome to the F Word. <laughs> I'm Affy. I'm Kirst. And I'm Santa. <laughs> Very special guest in the room today. And, um,. Yeah, so Santa's popped by. He's a very busy man. <laughs> but he's uh, popped over to talk to us about how we can make Christmas more feminism. Isn't that right, Santa? More feminism? <laughs> <laughs> That's right, not more feminism, it's more feminist. Oh, yeah, you're right, Santa. We promise that we've not been taking any drugs. <laughs> So Santa, it must be a really busy time of year for you. How's it going at the moment? Oh, yeah, it's gone really. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone really well. It's um, uh, it's a really busy time of year, obviously, but uh, it's going good. And my thing is to just use less wrapping paper, you know, make it better for the environment. And I'm here to also talk about being a feminist on Christmas. I don't know. <laughs> Santa, why you southern? Oh, I've just been there doing the rounds, so you know, I just picked up the accent a little bit. <laughs> okay. So, so, where are you headed off to the UK? I mean, you guys got a funny accents, so I don't think I'm gonna pick yours up. But next I'm going up to Scotland, so maybe I'll pick up theirs, you know. <laughs> okay. So, where's Mrs. Claus? Don't you think you should have brought Mrs. Claus with you? Are you recording all this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Obviously, we've got Santa in the room with us. Sorry, sorry, yeah, that's true. He is elusive most of the time, so yeah. very privileged to have oh, Southern well. Santa. It's a pleasure to be here, ladies. <laughs> I'm, I'm always looking to fight for a cause, you know. The, the greatest gift of all is uh, the gift of equality. <laughs> and that's what I'm here to deliver. Oh, thanks, Santa. But, um, so where's Mrs. Claus? Oh, you know, she's got some bad period pain, so I let her take, <laughs> take, take a day off work. Because, <laughs> you know, I'm all for um, giving my people period leave, even if she's my wife, you know, she still gets period. <laughs> okay, that's really kind of you. Yeah, even the elves, like, I know they're smart, but they still believe. So, <laughs> so even, even when the elves get their period as well, I tell them, listen, you can have a day off, you know? Someone else can wrap that present. Oh, well, that's, I'm glad that you're um, creating a progressive uh, working environment for all of your people. Yeah, even for the reindeer, we let them have the day off. They're bleeding, you know. Reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
to be honest. She's a bit hungover, I think that's why. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I got really drunk the other day on some hot milk. Nasty hangover from that. Okay, <laughs> 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 oh, well, let's get into the episode. So, Santa, what do you think makes Christmas feminist? Well, I mean, whether you're a boy or a girl, everybody get presents. <laughs> okay. And, you know, I mean... I let the female reindeer fly at the back so that the males at the front can do most of the work. <laughs> oh, is it? <laughs> is it? Is it? Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, some days the women, they got a lot of energy, so I let them go to the front. But most of the time, you know, I got Rudolph at the front, and uh, the girls just kind of sit back and uh, and they just chill. Uh, yeah. I have a question for Santa. Can I, can, I, can I ask? Go on, sugar. <laughs> um, why are people so mean to Rudolph all the time? Is that that all been resolved, that situation? I just want to clarify. See, we're really good at gender equality in, uh, in the North Pole. But one thing that we're not good at is uh, discrimination to red noses. <laughs> it's something that I'm really trying to work on. Um, but... <laughs> You know, reindeer don't mm. really speak English, so it's a bit <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, it's a bit harsh. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> well, I mean, you can't blame the reindeer for not being able to speak English. Yeah, you know, life's hard enough. They gotta pull me around every day. So, you know, if I don't force them to learn a second language. <laughs> So, Santa, yeah, sugar, what do you think about the Christmas songs that are out there at the moment? Do you feel like, you know, <clears throat> Baby It's Cold Outside, a lot of people say that that song is going against the foundations of consent? Consent? Yeah, consent. So, like, when a woman... So, obviously, in the song, like, this woman wants to leave and go home. And the man keeps saying, you know, baby, it's cold outside. Oh, that baby is cold outside. That one? Yeah, 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 that one. Oh, I love that song. But, but, <laughs> but you know, it, it's all about kind of, like, the man can't take no for an answer. I just want to know your thoughts on it. Well, we don't really talk much about consent in the North Pole because uh, the elves are quite small and you know I don't think that they understand you know the things that the adults do what you mean sex uh yeah I mean your friend Christer is she an elf no <laughs> you little shit you little shit Unbelievable. No, Santa, um, Santa, you had to catch your your sleigh, right? Uh, what what time was your was your trip, um, planned for? Well, was oh, it 12, right. 12 minutes past three. I can't remember what time zone I'm in. That's why. Um. Okay. Well, it was uh, great to be here, 
and um, I can tell that you've both been very naughty, so uh, <laughs> I probably won't see you on the 25th, but uh, good luck, and uh, I'll, uh, it's been great to be on the B word. <laughs> um, what call the F word? Oh yeah, sorry, that thing. Um, <laughs> that, that festive word. Oh no, it's just F for feminism. Oh, is it? I thought it was for festivities. That's why I'm here. Otherwise, I wouldn't have bothered showing up to this thing. <laughs> Santa, get out. Santa, oh, get out. <laughs> Fuck, you know what a prick. Oh, my God. He's the worst. He's the absolute worst. Absolute worst, Santa. But, um, you know, still got to be the big man. Now that Santa's left, we're going to actually feminist Christmas. Yes, and you're going to have to excuse us because we are quite hungover having had a um, Christmas party last night. Not on milk though. Not on milk, unlike um, Santa, it doesn't have that effect on us. Actually, it has an effect on me, but it's not a hangover effect. Um, yeah, we're going to talk a little bit today about feminist Christmases, what they are, why you should have one. You might be having one and not even realising it. Yes, which would make you the most excellent of feminists because you are so progressive you don't even know it. Yeah. Um, so we found this, well, I found this very cheeky little article um, which sets out the rules for a good feminist Christi- Christmas so we thought we'd share them with, with you guys. Fire away, F. Cool, so point number one I was trying to talk to Santa about but I just think he just wasn't really getting it, mm. um, which is okay. We he's don't a man. judge, he's a man, um, <laughs> and he is also a very busy man, so mm. who has time for feminism when you're climbing into people's houses uninvited? <laughs> um, so, so, number one, listen to your favourite holiday songs and suddenly realise their dodgy meaning. Baby is Cold Outside is a prime example of this, what was once a catchy Christmas tune is now a cause for concern. The lyrics raise the issue of consent and demonstrate how many times a man has to be told no, and even then he gets his way. Use these dodgy songs as a way to start conversations and challenge what is considered the norm. Next time someone tells you, but baby, it's cold outside, tell them to get lost. (laughs) I thought that was going to end slightly more aggressively than that. Um, So what are we feeling about Christmas songs in general? I mean, we have talked at length about this before. And my hatred for Santa Baby, particularly, as a Christmas song. I don't like it. I'm going to play a little snippet for, you know, the listeners. Here it is. Beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this one. Everybody knows this one. We don't know what a sable is. Does anybody know what a sable is? Are you going to Google this? What is a sable? So hurry down the chimney tonight. Mm. Apparently, a species of martin. <laughs> what is it? Oh, wait, I spelled it wrong. <laughs> oh, no, it is. It says, there's a species of martin, a small carnivorous mammal, primarily <laughs> inhabiting the forest environments of Russia. <laughs> I don't think she means that. Probably not the meaning. <coughs> um, also weird that it's a Martin. Oh, wait. Okay, what is the sable in Santa Baby? Ooh. Yeah, it is. It is an 
a small weasel-like animal that lives in Russia that is apparently worth eighty-eight thousand dollars. <laughs> that is so weird. That's so weird. That is really strange. That is a weird choice. I feel like it's totally changed the meaning of the whole song. <laughs> Eartha Kitt, you made a mistake. <laughs> Surely. Yeah, no, ask for a puppy, not a fucking weasel. <laughs> um, I mean, weird weasel things aside. Uh, my biggest problem with this song is that it's all about the woman being a sort of essentially a materialistic slut. Yeah, but Christmas is about presents. It Not is. just about presents, but a big part of Christmas is presents. Yeah, I mean, I, like, fair enough. But I think it's like, if you think about it, it's like, oh, Santa, essentially, what she's, what she's saying here. If you give me these things, I will sleep with you when you come down the chimney. You can slip in to my, uh, I don't know where I was going to go with that. In her chimney. Mm, slip into her chimney. We were wondering about that earlier, mm. weren't we? Um, so I think that's my biggest problem with it. I don't like it. I think dodgy lyrics, this counts as one of the dodgy lyric songs. So my opinion, you can add this to your feminist Christmas, no, no, playlist. What do you reckon? You got any F? You got any you hate? Um, probably that fairy tale of New York one. Yeah. I don't like that one. I just don't yeah. like it. It's just a bit of shit. Also, um, do they know it's Christmas time at all? Wasn't that a Band Aid song? Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Um, and like, I mean, it's from Yonks ago, but like, a lot of people now realise that it's just very. I don't know, ignorant to think that just because someone lives in Africa or like yeah. a third world country. I think it was Africa that it was focused yeah, on. Yeah, it was. Um, that they just don't know it's Christmas. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of a ludicrous concept. Like, you get It's just why... weird. Like, why would you just say it? Like, why would you say that? Yeah, no, I would agree with like, you there. Feed them because do they even know it's Christmas? It's just like. <laughs> and also, like, why just Christmas? Like, feed them at all times of the year. Like, it. Yeah, it falls flat. It falls flat, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Like, totally. Okay, so that's on the feminist Christmas no-no list too. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Ooh, what's second point on our, uh, our article? Um, encourage expression of gender and sexuality. Um, so when Michael Bublé um, sang his own version of Santa Baby, he changed it to Santa Buddy to basically make it more masculine and mm. to make sure that no one thought he was in love with Santa. Um <laughs> So this article says that we should be encouraging the exploration of sexuality and gender. Um, so we should encourage our dads to sing the original words and pronouns when we are caroling. Mm. Um, I don't know. Uh, is it that deep? I think a lot of a lot of like. Is it that deep for like Michael Bublé to change it? And is it that? I don't know. Like. I guess. I guess. He's taken a female song and he's covered it, right? And he's just... Yeah, I mean, I can't do that, though. Yeah, but, like... I don't know. I know what you mean. Because it, on, the, on the surface of it, it doesn't seem to be a big deal to, like, just, like, change it. But actually, I, I, get, I get what they're saying in this yeah, article. No, I, I do get that. Yeah. But I don't think that... I don't think that encouraging a dad, for example to sing Santa Baby instead of Santa Buddy is going to really help them, like, 
think about sexuality. I don't, I don't think it's going to do enough of that. It's too important a subject, and I think songs, sometimes, it, like especially Christmas songs, can trivialise things like that. Yeah. I don't know. I see the... So the, po- so the second point is encourage expression of gender and sexuality, but I see that as more like... I don't know. Maybe some people aren't... I don't know. Like, say you are part of like the LGBTQ mm. plus community and your family like maybe aren't don't really like understand it yeah like like say you have a sibling who is like that like maybe like just encourage them to be themselves mm. and not feel like they have to like hold themselves back just because like the family doesn't understand or like encourage expression of like just having conversations yeah i think that i would agree with you there i think that's the nicest way to do it like christmas is a time where you like, spend with family yeah right? i feel like putting all of this onto like christmas songs it just reduces it yeah a bit. absolutely yeah yeah i would say yeah 100 percent. it's yeah. more about conversation you know there aren't many times in the year that you're able to get with like get together with your family members mm. all at the same time so like i think having like using that opportunity to making everyone feel welcome yeah absolutely is the way to do it christmas songs is a bit reductive i yeah. think is a way to do it um so point number three find your gifts from an ethical source how is that a feminist point um i don't know that that's necessarily so take time point. and be conscientious if you can to find gifts from an ethical source that doesn't exploit workers um, it is wrong to exploit women in one place to empower them in another. So um, making sure that your gifts are made from sustainable fabrics and a gift that empowers both the receiver and the maker of the present. Mm. Okay, so to a degree that makes sense. But I think when it comes to gift giving, it's more about thinking about what you gift. So like in in the sense of, if we're thinking about it from a gender perspective, you know, especially when it comes to, like, younger kids, like, what you give, you know, your kids when they're young, like, toys, do you give them Barbies, do you give them action men? It kind of falls into that category for me. Like, if you're thinking about gifting, you should absolutely be thinking about, you know, ethical gifting to sort of, you know, empower that point. But then you need to also think about, you know, how am I limiting someone like by what I'm giving them mm. you know am I saying oh I'm gonna give you this because you're a girl so therefore you're gonna like it I think just yeah. deeper thinking about presence and like what the impact of those presents have all like on that particular person but yeah interesting point number four donate to charities in your loved one's name as a gift if you can't find an ethical gift perhaps you could donate to a cause in your family's names the list of causes are endless, for example, Women's Refuge, Planned Parenthood, Red Cross, Girls Inc. Your gift could change a stranger's life for the better and it doesn't get any more Christmassy than that. I think that sums up well. <laughs> okay, moving swiftly on. <laughs> um, number five, support your female friend's decisions this Christmas and forevermore. Create a no-judgement zone within your friendships. Tell your friend she looks great in her sexy Santa outfit. <laughs> 
What? Come on. That, um, I feel like that's a completely unpicking. And help the point of this article. The decorations. Christmas is a time to relax and unwind, so don't judge how each other choose to do so, cursed. Oh. To be fair, this um, article was written by an underwear brand. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that makes more sense slightly now. Um, how do you feel about sexy Santa outfits for women? Uh, I don't know whether I'm on board with the, the empowering. I don't yes, like. You can, or no. I don't get it, but I'm not like against it. Yeah. I don't have a reason to be against it. No. I mean, there's a huge part of me. It always makes me think of Mean Girls. You know, oh, when yeah. they get up on the stage in those like sexy Santa outfits and do like a really slutty rendition. It's like, I just. What song did they dance to? Ah, they did the thing with the thigh slap. Okay, all I can remember is that. Jingle Bell Rock. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then they, like, slap their thighs and it's really loud. But, like, I mean, I don't know about sexy Santa outfits or, uh, like, Mrs. Claus outfits. I think it's all a bit, it's all a bit seedy, you know. But then you could argue that about every dress-up scenario from a sexual point of view couldn't you yeah I suppose most of them are a bit seedy or like I don't know I part of me wants to be like yes empowered women wear the fuck what you want I mean if a woman feels sexy doing that and she takes pleasure in like doing it for someone else yeah which is ultimately I guess kind of mostly what it is at the end of the day Mm. then good for you Mm -hmm. but like I don't know Maybe it's because we find it weird. Yeah, maybe it's a personal thing. Yeah. But then I, I think the other thing for me is like, like... for me, a foot fetish is weird, but for other people, a foot fetish is just a foot fetish. <laughs> foot fetish is always weird, whoever you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're right. Okay, so it's like personal preference. Yeah. But then there's a company who have, like, made... Like, do you know what I mean? Like, that, that didn't happen by chance. Like, someone has monetized that with, like, I don't know, that weird fetish element of it yeah I don't really know what I'm saying I know what I want to say but my brain is too hungover and I cannot articulate the words I don't know what you're trying to say <laughs> moving on number six Ooh. spread the Christmas responsibilities traditionally yes. it is left to the women in the household to prepare cook and serve Christmas dinner with the men appearing this is, an <laughs> this is just my ad lib with the men appearing to flex their muscles to cover meat Break these gender roles by asking or demanding for help from the rest of your family so you can all have time to relax and enjoy yourselves. It might even be fun working together. Good piece of advice. Yeah. Yeah, I agreed with that. Yeah, I think that is one of the things that... I wonder how different it is now. Like, today than what it was maybe, like, 50 years ago. I, I would imagine most families... Yeah, pretty different. Like, I don't have that, like, patriarchal set up anymore with the women in the kitchen and you know the men sort of coming out to flex their muscles and cut off the meat maybe they could reverse it men cook woman woman comes out and flexes her muscles and carves the meat this is another prime example of men getting praised for doing the bare minimum yeah like carving out minimum again minimum (laughs) (laughs) it's because my nose is blocked (laughs) Doing the bare minimum. <laughs> it doesn't sound that bad. I don't know why it sounds funny. Minimum. Minimum. Um, 
yeah like oh all the time i see like oh my boyfriend's so great he's never cheated on me and i'm like he's literally doing the bare minimum yeah 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 (laughs) (laughs) or like i don't know i just feel like coming out and carving a piece of meat like that's nothing special yeah it doesn't take muscles to carve out like a slice when they have those like electric electric ones now and you literally just like go like what a five-year-old could do that obviously that would be dangerous but a five-year-old could do that I think it's the whole, like, sharpening of the knife mm. and, like, head of the household. So I'm going to, like... S- like, the meal doesn't start until I mm. carve, so I have the power as the man. Like, I don't know. I just feel like it's... So, it is, it is a complete, like... Tradition. It is a bizarre... But then, then that's, like, patriarchy, wasn't it? It was, like, always... that The man was the front of, like, head of the family, like, the person that everybody looks to. Like, they have always held that position traditionally... Yeah. And Christmas Day should be no different, like, mm. from a traditional perspective. I mean, like, in my family, everyone kind of cooks together. That's nice. Um, but my... I don't I don't think it has anything to do with patriarchal roles, but, like, my uncle, who's... We, who's like, we always go to my uncle's for Christmas. Mm. He always does the meat. Like, he always... Not even carve. Like, he just always, like, seasons. Yeah. And, like... Ooh. And, um... So he, like, enjoys it. Like, roasts it and, yeah. I mean, I'm the same. Like, Harry, like, my boyfriend, obviously, he loves to cook. So, like, this year, we're at his family's house with my parents. And he's, it's like, we got a really good setup this year. I have lucked out, FYI. But, like, Harry's mum is doing the starters. Harry's doing the main. And then... Um, we're doing like my family are doing dessert to bring his dad is doing the wine which sounds ridiculous but you know everybody's got like a little thing yeah. and then like like the girls are doing entertainment I'm not really sure what I'm doing actually that's why I was saying I've kind of lucked out I don't seem to be doing much at all <laughs> other than drinking the wine that Tim is going to pour um, but that is a nice like that's a much better way like everybody mm. gets to enjoy the day they feel like they contributed it feels yeah. like a family family sort of but i feel like women definitely do take the brunt the yeah the brunt and like the emotional load and the stress of like gifts Mm. because like even sorry dan but um (laughs) (laughs) if if you're listening (laughs) like i've literally like i've gone shopping and i've like sorted out my mum's present and i'm like yeah cool that's done now and like i've even even, like gotten some little bits for like his side yeah and then I'm like, okay, like, for the main, like, the big boy, like, mm. the big boy gifts, like, are you going to order them? Because postage mm. is such a, like, such a pain the closer you leave it to Christmas. Mm. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it, I'll do it. And he's just not doing it. So you end up doing it. And I'm the one who's stressing. Yeah. Because he, I know that he's not doing the presents on time. I'm the exact same. Like, every single year, it's like... I will worry about what I'm getting for, like, my family members, but then I will also worry about what I'm getting for Haz's family members. Yeah. And you're like, hang on, but these are your your family, and you know them better than I do. So, actually, if you just spent five minutes... Again, sorry, Harry. Uh, but, like, actually yeah, thinking literally. about, like, the gifts that you're going to get them and the things that you're going to do, it would take you a lot less time than it would take me, and I would probably, like... I, I wouldn't then have to bear that emotional load. Yeah. You know, I don't think Harry's ever bought, like, a pack of Christmas cards. Like, things like that. Like, I'll go and buy 
you know, a pack of Christmas cards so we've got enough Christmas cards and things so we can send them to people and it's not a stress. Um, I guess to have the feminist Christmas then, I think what we as women need to do is be stronger and just be like, it's really hard, but like, I'm not doing that. If you don't sort your presence out, it's on you. It, that's on you. That is not on me. Mm. And I think that's really hard, but if you can, that's, that is more about, again, it's like the sharing responsibility, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. What are they saying next? How many points are on this? Uh, we're on seven now. Mm. First ten. Um, choose to consume feminist work. Watch feminist films, read feminist books, and sing feminist songs to get you in the festive mood. Miracle on 34th Street comes highly recommended. Passing the Birchdoll test and being a highly sweet and encouraging... What? <laughs> what? Never mind. Um, if you're stuck, just remember that anything with cats is going to be loved by all. Anything with cats is... <laughs> Sheena, have you written this? Who wrote this article? This Let's, is so weird. Um, ignore that one. Um, but yeah, pretty self-explanatory. Just educate yourself. Yeah. Um, and others, if they are... Have you got any good recommendations off the top of your head? Um, good, thing, good things to read this Christmas. One of my favourite... I read it ages ago, but I loved it so much that I want to read it again soon. Is It's called Bitch Doctrine. Ooh. I can't remember who the author is, but that's a really good book. It's just loads of, like, short essays yeah. about different, like, things and how they affect feminism or, like... It's just a really, really good book. And it's just written really well. Like, it's really easy to read. Yeah. Um, Feminists Don't Wear Pink and Other Lies by Scarlett Curtis is a really good book. Mm. That's, like short entries by different influential women yeah so there's like um i think like emma watson wrote one mm. i think like zoe sugg who's like a youtuber i think she wrote yeah, one. yeah, yeah. um there's just like lo- of on like what feminism means to them and it's interesting because it's like different perspectives that mm. you would have like never assumed um let's go actually the emma emma watson's shared shelf is really good so like if you go into goodreads she has like a shed shelf section and she posts basically oh, really? yeah she posts like she That's really cool. re- like she's a prolific reader um of feminist literature so she quite regularly will like be like this is the book that i'm reading and i they'll then there's loads of women as part of this group yeah and they all review it and i like, i've read some stuff like basically read some feminist books <laughs> off the back of that oh. um i read the radium girls recently which is a very good book um albeit a bit sad to read over the christmas like Christmas period because mm. um, it's essentially about um, women who got radium poisoning in the US um, and it's all around you know the, the way that they were treated and why they were treated I, I won't like why they were treated that way but um, that's a good read as well like mm. over Christmas sad prepare to cry a little bit a very good book you've got to balance out the holly jolliness with <laughs> with, with some, tears some tears and misery um <laughs> We're nearly at the end. Number eight, engage and learn from members of your community who aren't celebrating Christmas. So not everyone celebrates Christmas and that's fine. Um, So make sure they're included in your good wishes and be sensitive to their plans and beliefs. Use it as a time to learn more about their religions and cultures and educate yourself for a wide understanding. Do you think there's, this is going to either go really well as a question or really badly, um, that there's another like religion that does a more sort of equal 
like version of Christmas. Do you know what I mean? Like how I don't know enough about other religions perhaps to, to really answer this question, but I'm just kind of curious to know. Like if you're not celebrating Christmas, you're celebrating, you know, you're Jewish and you celebrate Hanukkah. Mm. Like, you know, I wonder what the roles are. And I would actually love someone to tell me, like, you know, in the same way that we have, like, a Saint Nick, uh, you know, this this man who slides into your house and he does some, you know, present leaving and blah, blah, blah. But that all, like, stemmed from, you know, Christianity, like, way back when. And then, obviously, we have, like... I don't know where I'm going with this. I, I kind of no, know I get what, what you're I'm, saying. Like, I, I'd love to know. Like, I'd love to have, like, someone How on here. How do they here. spend the... Like, do they have a, another way that they celebrate the day that aligns with their own beliefs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah, that's a I good thing know. to do over Christmas. Like, in line with that point, like, actually, you know, I'm going to now, I think, try and find out some stuff from some of my friends who don't necessarily celebrate Christmas in the yeah. stereotypical way that my like, family um, might. Or even how they celebrate it in other countries yeah oh i'm gonna get this wrong but like i met someone who was from the netherlands yeah i think it was either it was either the netherlands or austria or i can't remember but it was it was something that like the they decorate the tree on christmas eve and they don't let the kids decorate the tree like the adults, really? the kids go to bed and the adults decorate the tree because it they have to like it's kind of like Santa's dropped the tree off. Oh really? That's interesting. But it's like a tradition in that culture. Ah, oh, that is interesting. So there are like yeah, in different like cultures and religions, there definitely are like different like ways of celebrating. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm gonna put that on my list of feminist Christmas tasks to yeah. take on. And if I was wrong about. The Netherlands or the Austrians, I'm sorry. <laughs> My memory's not good and I'm hungover. Um, so number nine, leave a note out for Mrs. Claus as well. Behind every strong Mr. Claus is a strong Mrs. Claus who definitely doesn't get enough recognition. Encourage the believers in your family to leave a note for Mrs. Claus as well with Santa's glass of milk and mince pies because we don't believe in erasing women from history. I think this is good for like young kids. Yeah. But like if if you're asking like a grown adult to do that, I think that's a bit strange. <laughs> well, we were talking about this earlier, weren't we? Because obviously, you know, you're like, it's fictional. Like, this is all a bit mad when we're talking about it. But I guess the concept of Mrs. Claus, right, is that, you know, Yeah, I she's, suppose it's true for all couples. Yeah, you know, you. it's nice to acknowledge, but also figuratively like, acknowledge the, the, the effort she has made yeah. but to also make Christmas like, real. Behind every successful woman is also like maybe a strong and supportive man yeah absolutely so i think it goes both ways i wonder if in the sort of as we progress and you know like sometimes people always make jokes about like feminism going too far like you know when they changed doctor who and what was the woman yeah and everybody was like ah doctor who isn't a woman like whether you would ever find yourself in a situation where Mrs. Claus is delivering presents and Santa is staying home Maybe. to look after the house. I'd quite like to see it. I'd quite like that. Maybe there's a Christmas ad in that. John Lewis, if you steal this next year, I'm going to kick your ass. But you could have literally... I feel like the M&S ad with Emma Thompson was a similar vein. Really? I don't know. Which one was that? When was that? A couple of years ago? It was a few years ago. Mm, I'm going like to have to find similar. that. Yeah, it was a very good advert, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. 
But it'd be nice to have that, like, those roles reversed, perhaps. Yeah. And finally, number 10, do what you want to do. Nothing shouts feminist more than doing whatever the hell it is you want to do. Feminism is all about having the right to choose and supporting each other's choices. So do what makes you happy this Christmas. You deserve it. (laughs) Okay. Fair. Fair, succinct. I mean, I kind of felt when you read the, like, headline out for that point that that was, like, really fucking weak as an ending point of the article. I thought you meant that the way I read it was really (laughs) fucking... No. What are you doing then? But I do agree with them about the the choice aspects. I think Christmas is a really good time for respecting that everybody's very different (laughs) and we should all... You know, there's enough room in the world... For us to be different, to have different views, to have different things that we celebrate, things that are important to us, um, and to be respectful of like people, you know, spending time on what matters to them. I think that's another way that you can have a solid feminist Christmas. Indeedly. Do we think they've missed anything? Um, hungover you would have like non-hungover you would have like seventeen different answers. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Oh, I have one more thing what? about feminist Christmas. If you're at a Christmas work party, I'm not saying this because this happened last night, this has just happened to pop into my head. Um, be respectful of your female colleagues. Yes. Because I think people get a bit bit jolly, a couple too you know, too many drinks, you know, they think, you know, I've got a good relationship with that person and it can all get a bit muddied. So I think that would be the other uh, this is not from personal experience. I just, you know, when you see it in movies. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, I think it is a time of year where there is a lot of, like, drinking and late nights out and things like that. And I think it is just, like, being respectful of boundaries. Yes. And not being a pervert. (laughs) And remembering that you still have to see that person the next day Mm -hmm. and be professional. So, we are being so professional right now in our office. It's been a hell of a lot of work has been done today. The guidelines are having a feminist Christmas. Super simple. I'm not going to link them to that lingerie article. As if you found a lingerie article one. Kick the balls of patriarchy. (laughs) 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 Oh yeah, let's play the game. What it's was not it? a game, it's just um, rewritten Christmas songs. Oh, sing them. Stereotypes. What? Stereotypes. Um, sexism. <laughs> sexism. <laughs> I don't know. Go on. Go on. No, because I have to play the video. Go on, play the video. More than half of working add to our, our feminist Christmas list Google what you've Googled to find these carols oh, yeah. that have sing, rewritten rewritten feminist Christmas carols yes and sing them instead in protest mm. of some of the slightly dodgier things but yeah that is the last episode of 2019 what's your highlight been from 2019 Af? what from the podcast 
Yeah. Probably, I think having Gloss and Oscar. <laughs> actually post, present it. Yeah, yeah, I think that was really fun. I did enjoy the man quiz. Yeah, the man Mainly quiz Mainly really because good. I won, but yes. Um, but I don't know, I kind of loved doing the first episode. Yeah. Because like, looking back, like, our setup was so amateur. Like, we were all like, there was like four of us like crowded around this one microphone. <laughs> we had and, Jackie in the US on it as well. Yeah, and like, we just had no idea what we were doing. And we were also like quite nervous, but like good nervous, like yeah. excited nervous. So it's just like nice to see how far we've come. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'd say that's my podcast highlight mm. of the year. What about you? Mm. I don't know. Like it's really hard to like boil it down to one, isn't it? I think it's just like the, the fact degree. That we're still friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we still get on, which is very good. Um, but I also think that like, we've had some like incredible guests on, like. You know, yeah. and people being, I think the thing that's been really nice for me is, like, people being brave enough. Like, we are constantly oh, yeah. asking people in the office, like, oh, will you come on the podcast? Will you come on the podcast? Everybody is always nervous about that when we ask. Yeah. But I think people really enjoy it, and they have so much, like, to share, and it's really funny. Mm. Like, working with people all the time, sometimes you don't get to know these things. Yeah. Um, until you're, like, literally in a tiny room. <laughs> All four of you speaking into some microphones. Yeah. But I think that would be for me, like, it's just the people that I've got to speak yeah. to. Oh my god, how could I forget? Kristen. Kristen. Yeah, she's she was Chris, a legend. Kristen was Absolute my highlight. Absolute legend. Yeah. I need to bring someone on in the new year who's like, got some, uh, we've got some backstory so I can have my moment yeah. with them. Um, and what do you want for Christmas? I guess we can wrap it up with a, what do you want for Christmas? Conservatives um, out of government. Yeah, I want the Labour government. Um, Boris to be Johnson fair, getting like, the that'd be, sack. Yeah, that'd be a pretty good um, end of the year. Or um, you absolutely. To be fair, can. like my family haven't been like all together for quite a few years. Yeah. Um, because obviously, like everyone gets older and they get partners and they spend Christmas with their partners or like your family moved to like different countries so I th- this is like the first christmas in quite a few years where like we're all going to be under the same roof that is going to be carnage um, yeah i think we're having like one massive like 15 man family Whoa, sleepover oh my god um so i think that will be like a pretty nice christmas present yeah that is really nice what about you like not to be cliche but just actually being because normally Harry and I go from, like, his family to my family. Yeah. Like, every Christmas. So we're either with his family or either with mine. But this year we're going to be together. Our families are going to be together. Oh, nice. Um, for the first time. Um, and they, you know, both of our parents get on. Like, his sister, we all got on really well. So yeah. similar sort of thing, really. Just everybody together having a nice time. Mm. And not having to be in lots of different places at once I think I'm really looking forward to yeah that's what I want for Christmas and lots of sleep oh my god I want to sleep forever I'm excited to have some time <laughs> but yeah so another year done and dusted um, we're going to be back with the podcast in January see um, you next year see you then and yeah Merry Christmas and to all, all and to all a good night <laughs> you fucked that Oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget to F it up.